Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Johnny Depp. What's going on, guys? That joke getting old yet? Huh? Hey, have you ever seen that YouTube video of Johnny Depp actually on Pirates? Or at Pirates, rather? Where he sneaks in. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I was wondering how long before Ash was going to say something, because I was just not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm just going to let, let me you talk. be completely <laughs> hey guys, awkward so into a stupid joke. What's going on? <laughs> Hey Anyone? Guys? guys? Are you guys alive? <laughs> My Hello? plan was to just stare at you for as long as it felt That's a good plan. real uncomfortable. <laughs> I think you've done that before. I'm sure I have. I'm not that original. <laughs> okay. Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal, guys. We're doing a Disney podcast. Let's bring the heat today. Let's bring the magic. My armpit itches a little bit. And let's really, like, drive it home. <laughs> that we're the best Disney-based podcast in Portland, Oregon region <laughs> with one, two siblings and a, and a spouse. <clears throat> and three cats. And three cats created during COVID. Friends. friends ever? <laughs> ever. Okay. <laughs> with an apparel company. Yeah. I, I think it's I think safe, it's safe to, say to say we are the best. Of so, all of, of that category. <laughs> Does that mean we're the best podcast in our category? Yep. Yeah. I think we're the best podcast in our category. I think we did it. We did it. All right. <laughs> to the top. Hey, congratulations for those of you who've been with us from the beginning. Yeah. You're like hipsters. Yeah, man. You knew before we knew. I saw the strokes when they played in front of 10 people. So. <laughs> <Who> cares, man. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's just in. I'm choking on my water. <laughs> you gotta save me from that, Sarah. <laughs> it's 53 and cloudy at not Disneyland. Okay, this is upsetting. It's 79 and sunny at Disneyland. Yeah. That is a little toasty, though. I'll take no, it. No, it's not. Yeah, no kidding. Someone commented on our Dynamite Goat Trading Company Instagram about the weather. No, this is what it was. I commented on a post they made. They said something about, like, 72 degrees uh, at Magic Kingdom or something and iced coffee. And it was just like this perfect yeah. string of pictures. And it just said something about how jealous I was because we live in darkness. Mordor. Yeah. But the summer is delicious here. That's enough about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to continue our delving into bizarre moments in Disney history. This is part de. Part de. de. Like Hot Shots, part de. de. Exactly. Very underrated movie. We need to revisit that movie ASAP. Sorry, that's a conversation that's between me and That's just going to be Ashley. your... This is officially James's media wreck of the day. It's happening. Is Hot Shots, part de. <laughs> I have three moments in Disney history prepared. Ooh. Tell us everything, because I don't know. You yeah, just once got again. one word written down on our board up here for each one, and they're all pretty nondescript. Yeah, I specifically kept it really vague so cool. that they wouldn't know. Cool. I have one is pancakes, two is Barbie, and three is Donald. Ooh. I mean, this could go anywhere. This is and it will. Fun. <laughs> First up, pancakes. Here we have Aunt Jemima's pancake races. We all know that Aunt Jemima had a pancake house once upon a time, and then they had to kind of get rid of that. Yeah. And this was in Disneyland? Yes. 
I don't think I knew that. So from yeah. Disney Tourist Blog. Sorry to interrupt. The, the River Bell Terrace, I believe, was yes. that. Okay. I was just going to say okay. that. Okay. So from Disney Tourist Blog, uh, dating back to 1957, there was an uh, annual event down Main Street as women clad in skirts and aprons would run carrying a griddle and a mostly cooked pancake. <laughs> Along the course, they would have to flip the pancake over a ribbon and catch it. The competitor who finished first with their pancake intact would earn a place as California's representative in the Nationals. What? I don't know. <laughs> the Nationals. <laughs> of pancake flipping, maybe. Uh, receive a check for 100 American dollars. Wow. And have their photo taken with the actress who portrayed Aunt Jemima. During this time, what's now River Bell Terrace was Aunt Jemima's Pancake House. The restaurant was sponsored by Quaker Oats, maker of Aunt Jemima pancakes and syrup. Aunt Jemima herself made appearances before the restaurant closed in 1970 as the character became increasingly controversial. I like that there's a hyperlink from this article. Just how racist was Aunt Jemima? <laughs> so I prepared that just in case it came into question as to why yeah. the controversy happened. We don't have to go there, but I have it in case I need it. Wow. I think at this point, if you don't know why Aunt Jemima's controversial, you haven't been paying attention to anything. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's wacky, man. 1957 so, was a great time. Yeah, here's an. we're looking at an image oh. of a lady... Yeah, why don't you explain that image, Ash? She's running down Main Street in a dress. It's black and white. I think she's... Is she in socks or are those shoes? She's like flats, I think. I, it, they look like water socks, but I'm sure they're not. Yeah. And she. it looks like she's playing tennis, but really she's holding a pan with a mostly cooked pancake in it. <laughs> and she's getting Weird. ready to launch said pancake over a ribbon and then catch it on the other side. What a it's strange thing. Exactly and right. this was happening at Disneyland. Yes. For a while. Okay. Yeah, how long did it go? Because that was see. 57, park open in 55. Well, I don't know how long the race went, but it said that in 57 it started and they closed the Aunt Jemima Pancake House in the 70s. In, 70s. in 70. Yeah. Right. And most of the unusual Disney history stuff is from this time. Oh. There's a menu. <gasps> yeah, so there, I oh also have God, a menu. Oh, my God. Look at that menu. Look at the prices. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, can you read some of those? Yes. Okay. The Aunt Jemima's Old South Kitchen in Frontierland. Pancake and waffle specialties. Davy Crockett's Delight is four light and tender Aunt Jemima's pancakes. This is four pancakes for 45 cents. Uh, just hopping oh around. Oh, my God. The... Fresh California pecan waffle is, I think that's a 60 cents. Yep. The most expensive thing on the menu is an apple pancake roll-up, and it's 70 cents. With fresh creamery butter. Wow. Cold fresh milk is 15 cents. So Steaming homemade coffee is 10 cents. Four (laughs) pancakes. One, two, three, four pancakes is 45 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so it's like eleven cents, twelve each. and a half cents each. Is that something like Almost. that? Almost. Look at that horrifying picture. Not right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, if you go to allears.net, um, there's a lot of pictures and info about the pancake races. Yeah. Of the 50s and 60s. That that picture right there is pretty funny. 
Yeah, I think those are the contestants That's... walking down Main Street with Mickey behind them holding a sign about the pancake races. <laughs> Ashley, be honest. Other than the Aunt Jemima part of this, how stoked would you specifically oh, be if this were happening on I Main would Street? participate I for would sure. go for it, yeah. You would, you'd wait and be like, I need to be here for the pancake races. Yeah. yeah the, the clothes they're wearing alone makes me happy because they're just... They're wearing 50s, yeah. 60s, beautiful dresses. Their hair looks cute. And it's a pancake race. And it's race. a pancake contest. <laughs> so, Not a pancake cooking contest. No, no. No. Pancake race. No, it's mostly thing. cooked. Mostly cooked. Along with the $100 presented on a very large oversized check by the lady who is Aunt Jemima. Is that one of the three tenors, guys? Pavarotti? Yeah. It's um, not. I doubt it is. If it is, I'm going to lose my mind. No. Actor Sebastian Cabot. All right. A visiting dignitary for the sixth annual race. Dignitary. The sixth annual race. Um, so you win a number of prizes in addition to just, you know, bragging rights and mm-hmm. the right. $100. <laughs> How many pancakes could you buy with that? Back then, wow. I mean, do the math. Forty-five. I'm not going to do the math, <laughs> but you can. 45 cents for four pancakes. You could yeah. buy nearly... Go ahead. A whole bunch. A whole bunch. Nearly a whole bunch. <laughs> but one of the prizes is a signed plaque. Uh-huh. A Walt Disney signed plaque. God, that would be so cool. Ooh. I mean, that's worth more than 100 bucks. Heck but yeah. more importantly, it also <sighs> had Swift canned meats, yes. an Aunt Jemima cigarette lighter, oh. an umbrella, and a fish, fish knife in a sheath. I would I take all, all of, of those that. things. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, oh, that's so, the great pancake races. Yeah, it's pretty great. This is incredible. So now you know. Did you see that last thing? It said something about with the crowded conditions in Disney parks these days, I doubt that they would ever consider reinstating the pancake races. But if they do, I'm pretty sure that I would make make the trip west to witness the spectacle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. Oh, Oh my God. I'd be so stoked. Racing pancakes and racing pigs. Yeah, man. (laughs) I'm so down. And specifically at Disneyland. (laughs) I feel like that's a, a real West weird, you know, old timey thing to do there. Yeah. So like the Carnation Cafe yeah. pancake races? Sure. Something like that Something maybe? Something like that. Get on it, Man, Disney. that's cool. <laughs> okay, second up for today, we have the code word was Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and what that is in reference to is Barbie's birthday party at Walt Disney World. Say what? Yeah, what? I bet you didn't know that was a thing, James. Sure didn't. So I've got a little clip for y'all. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to need sound for this because it's Guys, what pretty, does that mean with the Barbie special. birthday? Is that like the birthday of the company? I think it's the birthday of the doll. What? There's like 14 girls. This music rips. 94. Uh. 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 How is that not? Feel feel the music. Just a lot of imagery of the Epcot testicle. Yes. A stretched Barbie limo. Dude, this (laughs) song slaps, man. This is only 1994. It looks like 84. Yeah. Yes. 
is amazing acting. Uh, She's got Barbie a Barbie cam. cam. Yeah, Barbie cam. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The clothes these girls are wearing is everything I wanted. Oh, that's everything so I wanted. Cute. Yeah, apparently 1994 is Not just in the 94, because in 94 I was a teenager. But when I was like nine, oh Man, my gosh. That yeah. is ripping. Look at that. Okay, there's a little <laughs> article on Disney Tourist blog that I have to read because it, it made me chuckle. Okay. So, just watching the opening moments of that video above, you can tell Epcot 94 is a park with an identity crisis. (laughs) Rather than having this hosted by tween girls jumping out of a pink limo, it'd be more fitting if the video opened with a middle-aged balding dude rolling up in a pink Corvette. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the same people who thought it'd be a good idea to give Epcot Center a hip edge deemed that park a perfect place for Barbie to have her birthday party. Nice. The above video is actually a promotional VHS tape that was sold for a penny (laughs) with the purchase of select Barbie dolls, which itself is really something. The main component of Barbie's birthday party at Epcot 94 was the Magical World of Barbie, a stage show held in the American Guarded Theater, which is the same venue where the Candlelight Processional is performed. Um, Mm. There was none of that in the magical world of Barbie, a high energy (laughs) dance show in which Barbie and scantily clad hip hop dancing friends doing aerobics and such. (laughs) Before you cry, this doesn't fit Epcot. Barbie and her friends did travel around the world during the course of the show. And Barbie was the worldwide ambassador of friendship. Uh, everything about Barbie's birthday party at Epcot 94 is quintessential 90s gold. The only way you could get more 90s is if you threw Ninja Turtles and Hammer Pants up there <laughs> along with Barbie. Maybe that was the secret sauce missing to make Barbie's birthday party a long-term success that would still be running today. Yeah, man. I am on board. We have a lot of people that listen to the show that are Walt Disney World people. And if you could let us know if you remember any of this as a kid, because... If you're our age, you definitely went to Walt Disney World in 94. So let us know if you remember this amazing, amazing thing that happened. Yeah. I also had no idea that Barbie could be part of Disney. Yeah. It's Mattel, right? Right. That's the genius of Disney. They can make anything part of Disney if they want it to. Just throw enough money at it. Just throw enough money at it. Now Pixar is Disney. Now Star Wars is Disney. There you go. Yeah. If only Mattel had become Disney, we would have had like yeah. Barbie princesses. Totally. Like, I mean, all that stuff, like Ninja Turtles, isn't that a Mattel thing? Maybe not. I don't know. It no doesn't idea. matter. Let's just pretend it is. That would have been great. Yeah. G. I'm also Joe. really glad Barbie's not at Disney. Oh. <laughs> Barf. Oh, yeah. Barf. I mean, beat. honestly, that's that sort of is the genius of Disney is when they do make something that's not, you know, originally Disney, uh, part of the Disney family. They're very careful about it, typically. Mm-hmm. You know, like Star Wars, that there's that kind of makes sense in the end. You know, George Lucas, Indiana Jones, there's a lot of blending of Lucas films with Disney. So that kind of works. But it, I think it's what makes it special. Because if, if they had done more of that, it truly would have been what a lot of people that have criticism, criticisms about Disney, and especially the Disney parks, that it's just like this place for fat americans and you know commercialism because that's what it would have been and it i mean in some ways it really really is is. but but it just happens to be the 
commercial things we like. Yes, exactly. All That's right. universal. <laughs> it kind of is. No Sorry offense to, to Universal. I have never even been. It's I just, great. It's I fun. just mean that it's more about like. It's there's I, just no, there's almost no like magic. Right. It, that that doesn't really. For it me, feels to me without ever having been that it's very much a sponsorship kind of thing. Like each yeah. area is sort of a different and big money making yes, thing. For sure that, but also there's just not like brand identity there mm-hmm. well disney when i say disney something invokes in you right you right. think of something yeah. like that you think of childhood memories or whatever totally there's a subconscious which is really hard to do um don't get that when i think of universal studios i don't get Just that don't. when i think of mattel no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> all right ash what's next well, the more you know <laughs> the rainbow our last bizarre moment in disney history for the day i'm really excited about yeah, this is your guy. The tease was Donald. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to talk about and watch Donald Duck in Der Führer's face. <laughs> oh, this could be dicey. So. <gasps> 1943. Uh, yeah. That's the wrong year. The <laughs> <laughs> scary, scary year for that. What? Just to prepare you, Der Führer's face, so this is from Wikipedia was originally titled A Nightmare in Nutsyland, or Donald Duck in Nutsyland, is a 1943 American animated anti-Nazi propaganda short film produced by Walt Disney Pictures, or Productions. Oh my god. Created in 1942 and released on January 1, 1943. The cartoon, which features Donald Duck in a nightmare setting working at a factory in Nazi Germany, was made in an effort to sell war bonds and is an example of American propaganda during World War II. It won Oscar for the Best Animated Short Film at the 15th Academy Awards. What? Wait, what? Yes. How do I not know about this? Same year as Barbie in 1994, (laughs) it was voted number 22 of the 50 greatest cartoons of all time by members of the animation field. However, because of the propagandistic nature of the short and the depiction of Donald Duck as a Nazi, <sighs> albeit a deeply reluctant one, Disney kept the film out of the general circulation after its original release. You, you don't say. You don't say. Its first home release came in 2004, not that long ago, Yeah. with the release of the third wave of the Walt Disney Treasures DVD sets. Ah. So. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, do you think I can find this on Disney Plus? <laughs> There's a warning before like every movie now on Disney Plus. With There's that, no way this would be on there. God, you have it. Let's watch. Wait, it. hold on, hold, hold on. Actually, you can't just put this on. I need to prepare myself. Okay, okay, okay. Let me sit up straight. Uh. Wide screen that. I'm trying. Duh. Der Fuhrer's face with Nazi marching in the uh, background. Oh my god. Oh my It's god. a lot of swastikas happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I was going to post this on Instagram. I'm not going to. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Oh my god. I see like 
A hundred swastikas so far. Yes, the windmill in the background is a swastika. The bush is a swastika. The bush is a swastika. Oh, it's an Asian! Oh my god. Was that making fun of a gay man? I don't Did you know. see that? I don't know. Oh boy. Why do they have oh. a like, horribly it's, offensive I don't know. Asian Japan. man? May, oh, it's the act I bet that's the, what it is. Japan. But as a, as a Nazi. Yeah. I guess because they're allies. I guess. Made in but he's like fully. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's okay, Donald so... as a Nazi. Holy crap. What in the world? The clock, every number, is a swastika on both clocks. The cuckoo has a little Hitler stash. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. This is like a nightmare. Ashley, is this your Everything nightmare? Everything is a swastika. Oh. Oh my god. Guys, you have to look this up. Because we're clearly not going to post the visuals of this. No. This is insane. We do not want any hashtags connected to our podcast <laughs> from <laughs> this film. Nazi Donald Duck. <laughs> so he's got a coffee can. I mean, guys, it's Donald Duck as a Nazi. Yeah, yeah fully. Fully. Full on Nazi. Oh my god. So he's spraying the aroma of bacon and eggs because he's starving. So this he is... hid a tiny little bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. dipped it into a hot water, a cup of hot water. He's got a really tough slice of bread. Oh my god. He hates his life. Mein Kampf just entered the huh? room. On a sword. A bayonet. Oh, yes. So he's oh he's in the parade now. He's carrying the big drum. He's toiling. He's being kicked in the butt. I, Sarah, have you ever heard of this? No. Ash, had you I, well, heard yes. about this? I think I actually had heard of this, but I had not seen any visuals and so i think my brain shut it out just, just keep in mind that this is anti-nazi propaganda yes. this isn't no, pro I know. it uh, is i know it's just shocking to see it's so shocking for our times this is horrendous to yeah. watch so he's been forced into a a factory oh my god a Nazi ammunitions factory by bayonet. They forced him in. Now he's. <laughs> oh. Right. What? Oh my. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Mach Schnell. I gotta have more shells. This is also in 43, where they knew that Nazi Germany was a danger to the world. Yeah. But they didn't know what was to come. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it was it was made in 42. Because that's how a lot of the world saw Nazi Germany. It was like, this is a little weird. What's that's going true. on here? But they didn't know. They didn't what year know did the what war end? Know. 45, I think, yeah. officially. Okay. 
I think we surrender, or they surrender. Germany surrendered in 45, I think. I could be wrong. I was thinking it was 43, but it still wouldn't have come out. Yeah, no, this was before. early on. Yeah. No, war. we entered the war in 42. Yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Pearl Harbor so, was 42. Yeah, yeah so they yeah. created this. Um, remember the Burbank Studios? They had, um, they were using that as like a, a Navy station, right. remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he was creating these anti-Nazi war propaganda, like pro-American war propaganda, as a means to sell war bonds, to make money for the efforts to go fight in the war. Okay. Interesting. Oh, my God. I mean, it's cool that there's, like, it's a protest, and they're clearly making fun of it. Yeah, he's miserable, and he's, like, having to jump at every command that they're giving. Like, have you ever seen the Chaplin thing, where he, Charlie Chaplin, where he plays Hitler? I don't think so. It's genius. Yeah. Like, genius-level genius. Because he's making fun of him so clearly, and it was in, like, 41 or something. Or maybe, not even. It was, like, when... Hitler was on the rise, you know, mm-hmm. and people had a lot of concerns about it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You said that, and like, they Jewish. didn't know yet. And that's totally true. I I wasn't there, so I don't know how true that is. But I would imagine that Americans oh. during the beginning of World War Two, most of it, were not aware of concentration camps. No, no, that that's a fact. That's that not, was just, yeah. That is a fact. Oh, yeah. for sure. The GIs Until didn't after. find it. Yeah. Like, Band exactly. of Brothers. Right. Easy Company found the first concentra- concentration camp I think in, like, 44. I mean, I know Way that based longer. on what I have been told. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, oh, I wasn't the there. Yeah. I don't know, like, sure. what is sure. true and what isn't true, but... Sure. So now yeah. there's, like, a Fantasia-like But the average American, the average American know. soldier, they had no idea. They thought they were fighting dictatorship. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because he was... Even this Which, doesn't indicate anything like that. No, no, it just that's what I mean. Warmongering, it's warmongering. And it's a lot of driving. like, look at all these people just sort of being brainwashed. Exactly. Yeah. Which yes. And here he is, oh, home, home sweet, sweet home, home with his little... American flag PJs. So was oh, that it a was dream? All a bad nightmare. Dream. <gasps> what? Nope. He's going wait. I don't have to do that. Oh, oh my it's the God. Statue of Liberty. No way. He kissed it. Am I Yay! glad to be a citizen of the United States of America? Oh my god, and they throw like a tomato at his face at the end. Uh-huh. Wow, is yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. That's really a whole lot of wow. really crazy. Yeah. I am speechless. That's like uh that's profound. That's really crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. Holy crap, man. It's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Shower or something. I know. I oh feel like God. I've been assaulted and also like enlightened yes, at the same it, time. At the same exact time. Man, that's a Sheesh. that's a worth finding. That's a worth finding. That's worth finding. You know yeah. what I mean? Was that on YouTube? Uh no, it's on uh I doubt that's available on YouTube. I I don't know. But you never know. It's on Daily Motion. They have all of those old cartoons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, maybe close the blinds and uh, then watch that. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And just keep in mind the entire time that he's just having a bad dream. Yes. 
Well, that's uh, that's one of the crazier ones, Ash. Good job. Yeah. No Jeez, kidding. Louise. You're welcome. <laughs> God, that, that was... Yeah, I don't know how I never heard about that. There's another one, too. Really? This is the one I wanted to watch because it has Donald Duck in it. Yes. Way, that's what I'm thinking of. I know that there's one... Yeah. Because we've talked about it. But that's, I was thinking, God, I don't remember Donald being a part of it. It's like the education of death. Yeah. And it's like live action. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. well, it's um, it's like realistic, like humans. OK. It's like the like the menstruation video that exactly. we watched. Yes. Yes. It's a in- informational. Educational. Yeah. Yes. That. Oof. So, yeah, it was a number one hit song that came out of it too it was a that huge song that song yeah wow uh-huh there's a lot more to this storyline that we don't even have time to get into but it's just it's fascinating that wow. is nuts that's crazy well, good, i'm really glad you found that because i totally i don't know i don't know how to feel about that i know <laughs> that time in america i love hate that so, so much i know <laughs> the 40s was bonkers in america just bonkers yeah i mean what a time my god not just in america all around the world the whole period was really important in like disney history too sure Mm -hmm. like i was saying about you know the war efforts that they were you know everyone was you know pitching in and you can use my space for you know your whatever they called that um like a center for the soldiers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and production like everything went to production for the war effort yeah, I think it was either Eisenhower or Roosevelt actually passed the war. It's like a war effort bill. It's kind of what Biden or uh, I think actually Trump did it. And then Biden made it even better for COVID. Like you don't have to do it, but we're kind of insisting if you have the capability mm-hmm. of helping out with this cause as a company, then you should. So that's yep. like why all the, the vaccines and masks and all that stuff came from companies that weren't otherwise making masks, for example. Right. Wow, crazy. Well, there's three more bizarre moments in Disney history for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Ashley. That was amazing. Good job on that. Thanks. I did it myself. All by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you really did it all by yourself as usual, where Sarah and I just showed up. (laughs) Did nothing for this. Hey, we brought brought the humor. We brought the... The entertainment. (laughs) Pizzazz. We brought something, all right. (laughs) I'm um, a little housekeeping, guys. Oh, let me open the door. I love that when we had Scott and Morgan on last week, <laughs> Scott asked, yeah. so where's the broom closet? Where's the broom closet? <laughs> and, and we all were like, it's, uh, and he's like, I'm kidding. I know <laughs> it's not a real yeah. closet. <laughs> How could you tell? It's just James fumbling with his microphone. That's it. No, You're that, ruining the magic, guys. That was acting. Just now, there really is a broom closet, and James has opened it, and he's pulled out a one, Ash. dust buster. Okay, a little, little housekeeping here, guys. Why are you dust busting the mic, though? Because it's got cat hair all over the whole <laughs> <True>. <laughs> A little housekeeping. You guys know what to do to support the show. We work our little tushes off to bring... Our tuchuses. The best Disney content possible. I don't, just well, to be clear. You do in a way. You do in a way, and in a way you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, if you want to do us a favor, go ahead and leave a review, a five-star review, if Please. you're feeling fancy. And 
if you really want to go above and beyond, you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as how much? $3 a month. Wow, that's almost nothing. And if you aren't already a Patreon supporter, you have missed out on some gold oh content. There yeah, are 11 one, episodes out as of right now. Yeah. Dude, the last one we just did was absolute fire. I mean, that... Was it lit? So we did... We'll just give them a little taste. We, we broke down a movie called Escape from Tomorrow. We, we, we watched it so you don't have to. And oh my God, that movie is bonkers. If you don't know what it is, Google that. Google that. Watch it. Become watch a Patreon it. supporter. Oh my God. Listen along yes. and then let us know what you think. Yes, We've please. also got some scary stories, some Disney creepypastas. Mm-hmm. And then Absolutely. I've also been taking um, James and Sarah on trips through time back to the original fairy tales that spawned a lot of these Disney movies. And they're nuts. Yeah, they're yes. absolutely bonkers. So go check it out. We've also done some fanfic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not writing so it, favorite. just reading it. Good times. <laughs> Experiencing it. Yes. As usual, Ashley did most of the research for that. So to be honest, again. the bonus episodes are my favorite. So it's worth it, I think. Dexter just broke in. Dexter ah! broke in. He we, can't be stopped. We kicked the cat out. Dexter, you were removed already. Buddy. If you hear some meowing, it's because Dexter just forced his way into the studio. Can you make his out for me? Dexter, you're on mic. Dexter, are you starving? <laughs> I think he has thumbs. He let himself in. He's very industrious. <laughs> He's chinning your chair so hard. <laughs> okay, lastly, I am so overwhelmingly excited to finally officially say that this podcast is brought to you by our brand dynamite goat trading co partners Yeehaw! <laughs> pew 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 yeah go check it out at dynamite goat trading co on instagram when this comes out it will be after our pre-sale for the expedition everest has been yep concluded yes but we will have our dynamite goat trading co logo tees up and available for purchase yes and we're working on more designs currently right now as we speak we are so stinking excited to bring this to you guys and we're getting really positive feedback from people um the designs are rad and they're they're a design that every one of us would wear without any question and yeah, there's yeah. like new developments every day. We we just mm-hmm. got some more gear, got a bunch of apparel that just got delivered, making stickers. I mean, we're we're going all in. So go and support it if you can. I agree. All right, it's time for the weekly media recommendation, Disney content or not. Up the week, pick, stop. Yeah. So collectively, the three of us would like to recommend that something that goes along with what we just watched, the Nazi Donald. <laughs> Man. That was a lot. Um, The movie is Jojo Rabbit. Yes. And it is outstanding. Really, really good movie. Yeah. It's it's a really good kind of heartwarming movie, but it's also hysterical. Yeah. It, it, it does a really good job at covering like the heaviest, darkest topic possible while being very heartwarming and funny. Mm-hmm. Super sweet. And I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but the way I remember it is that it's a little boy who's kind of obsessed with Hitler Hitler and he has an imaginary friend who is Hitler Hitler. 
but he's but but really sweet. Yeah, but it's played it by funny. Taika. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Yeah. It's great. It's so it's so well done. It does not glorify no. Nazi Germany in any way. It's just a, a little kid who's caught up in it. Yep, and you know. It, a lot of great people are in it too. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's in it, right? Um, um, the girl that plays oh god, what is her name? The young girl. Yeah, Thomason. Yeah, something. I already forgot her. Uh, Sam Rockwell is in it. Oh, oh yeah, I Sam love Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> plays a gay Nazi. <laughs> yes, Sam Rockwell is James's doppelganger. By the way. Yeah, people say that often. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, really great movie. Okay. Well, now I have my. Weekly animal hero. My mm. animal hero of the week, even. <laughs> this week, I have that rambunctious seal that found a... <laughs> this is where I describe it poorly. This is yeah. a visual thing that I'm going to describe. Yes, it's fine. So, cut to. It's a boat. They are fishing. And the people on board are feeding the birds there's a bunch of seagulls they're feeding the seagulls they're having a grand old time Mm -hmm. seal hops on up a large seal gigantic seal and at first it's really cute it's like oh the seal's eating the fish and then the seal finds the live well yes and eats all i mean he he hops onto the boat yeah he just dunks his head into the the well and just starts pulling out all the live fish and eating all he eats every last one every and all the guys one. on the boat are laughing hysterically yeah they just allow just it to happen hops off into the ocean thanks a lot and it's a moving boat isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's so good he gives zero garshes and i salute him you are my hero of the week well Mr. maybe Seal. maybe we can start a little thing where you can start sharing these links for people that would probably be wise watch. yeah we'll work on that i like the visual depiction yes. through words though yeah. i mean do through your Ashley's best me remembering your eyes it. <laughs> and picture this cut to yeah perfect that's it well here's to you seal boy here's this one's you, for seal. you pal <laughs> salute Alrighty, thanks for listening to another episode of disney dependent see, see you, you real soon, soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.